Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. We thank you for the opportunity to even share your word today. May your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Say a big amen. amen. All right. First Kings chapter 8 verse 57. The Bible said, The Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. Let him not leave us nor forsake us. Praise the Lord. We are considering the mercies of God part 7. Please take your seat. In this particular verse we have read, we see here something that I would like to point to you in a very simple way. The people of God in talking about the faithfulness of God made a pungent statement in verse 56. They said, blessed be the Lord that has given rest unto his people Israel. According to all that he promised, there has not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised by the hand of Moses, his servant. So here, the people were giving adulations about God's faithfulness towards his promises and all that. Then they came to speak about something that they wished the Lord will do for them. So in seeing all that God had done, Obviously, they now said that the Lord our God be with us. I mean, if God has fulfilled all his promises and none of his promised words failed, then they really needed the Lord to be with them, true and true. Does it make sense? It does, all right? They said that the Lord be with us as he was with our fathers. And in saying he should be with them, this is what they said. Let him not leave us nor forsake us. Let our God not leave us nor forsake us. So we have heard this statement made several times in in church. The Lord will not leave us nor forsake us. Now, in this particular place, it was a prayer. It was a request. But if you come to Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, you will see that it said, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So we see that in the Old Testament, people were making a request, a petition to God not to leave them nor forsake them. In the New Testament, we see the writer of Hebrews saying that we should maintain 
our conversation without covetousness and we should be content why because god himself has said that he will not leave us nor forsake us praise the lord so here the writer is telling them that the reason why i need you to be steady stable is the fact that god has said i will not leave you nor forsake you and i think that is heartwarming Praise the Lord. So why is pastor saying this? Because really for me as a pastor, it is gratifying and comforting to know that the Lord is with me. He's not going to leave me and he's not going to forsake me. And I think that should be the same thing also in your life. Knowing that God has no intentions of leaving me or forsaking me makes me settle down it gives me peace praise the lord and indeed he told them he said i will be with you even to the ends of the earth now this statement in the new testament that we see as it is here i'm going to show you something in nehemiah chapter 9 verse 31 watch it when you want god to stick with you and not to forsake you one of the things that will make that happen is this thing i'm going to point to you nevertheless for thy great mercy's sake thou did not utterly consume them nor forsake them for thou art a gracious and a merciful God. So here, Nehemiah is speaking to the people and he is coming from an angle where he is saying that, listen, God out of his great mercies is not going to forsake you. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. So we see here that when that blank statement is made, you might not know that it is pregnant with some things. And one of those things that will make it a reality in your life is when God shows you mercy. When God does what? Out of his great mercies, he's not going to what? Forsake us. So, we have learned in the scripture that God's great mercies is the reason why we are not utterly consumed. So, because of his great mercy's sake, thou did not utterly consume them. And we have learnt in lamentation that we are not consumed because of what? The mercies of God. But here is adding another thing. That because of the mercies we are not forsaken. Tonight, God wants to tell you and I that we shall not be abandoned. We shall not be an abandoned project. Because of the mercies of God. And it is important that you and I are able to build our faith on what God says he's going to do. And what he has made available unto us. So many people feel a sense of loneliness and dryness. Because they don't know who is with them. And some also don't know whether... 
God was, is with them at all. So that kind of confusion can make your life become something else. But you and I know that because of the mercies of God, we shall not be forsaken. That means that your, you see, the word forsake, what does it mean? Is to abandon something. Is to let something go. It's not to pay attention to something. So God is saying that because of his mercies, he's going to pay attention to our destinies. He's not going to abandon our destinies as a project. So there are people here who have got health issues. God is not going to abandon you because of his mercies. Some are believing God to marry. The Lord is not going to abandon you because of his word. Some are believing God for the fruit of the womb. Some for job. And for a while, it looks like this thing is a big deal. It's going to overwhelm you. It's going to overpass you. But out of the mercies of God, you see that God performs what he has said he's going to perform. And that is why I know that every one of you at the sound of my voice, nothing evil is going to happen to you because God is never going to forsake you. Out of his mercies, he's saving you. Praise the Lord. So, the mercies of God, they are, it's, the mercy of God is one of the things that makes God to stick with his children out of his great mercies. Because it doesn't make sense for God to stick with people who are always making mistakes. How many of your friends do you stick around when they betray you? But God keeps sticking around us. Even when we make it, and he even knows the mistakes we are going to make tomorrow. And he has still not abandoned us. What is it that is making him stick with a people who are prone to hurting any kind of thing and he is not hurt? Even though we intentionally and unintentionally cause trouble. He's still sticking with us. And one of the things that is making him do that, it's not even just mercy. Out of his great mercy's sake. Great mercy's sake. That's, but for the great mercies, <laughs> the last gossip you made is what should have made him to check out. Because the Lord doesn't like basa basa things. But because of his mercies, yeah, yeah. Because of his mercies, we can, we, we, he is with us. Not that we are with him. He has decided not to what? Forsake us. So even whilst we were yet sinners, he still had a plan for us out of his great mercies. Praise the Lord. So, there are benefits for the child of God whom God shows mercy and I've already given you 10 in the six parts I have done already and in this service benefit number 11 is that God's mercies attract divine visitation God's mercies 
attract divine visitation. Luke 1.78. In Luke chapter 1 verse 78, watch what the Bible said. Through the tender mercies of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. He was, the, the writer was making reference to the birth of John the Baptist and what he was going to do. And if you read the next verse, you will see that he's just speaking. He says that to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Then on and on and on. And he talks about the child grew and become, it became this and that and that. All right. So he's talking about John the Baptist. The fact that he will bear witness of the Savior to all mankind. And he's saying that through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. The day spring from on high. That's one of the inscriptions that's given to the presence of God amongst his people. He is the day spring. He has visited us through the tender mercies of God. Praise the Lord. That God has visited his people. So there is a direct connection between a people God shows mercy and the same that he visits. So when God shows us mercy, he visits us in, in diverse ways. Praise the Lord. And I, I'm just showing you the connection between the mercy of God and the visitation of God. In 2 Chronicles 5, 13 and 14, 2 Chronicles, look at what the Bible said. It came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instrument of music and praised the Lord. How did they praise the Lord? Saying, for he is good, for his mercy endured forever. Immediately they said, he is good and his mercy endured forever. That then, somebody say then, the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord. <laughs> Immediately they praised his enduring mercy and goodness. He filled the whole place with his glory. A cloud of his glory. A smoke of his glory. So anytime God's mercies are invoked, Upon a people, there is a visitation. There is what? A visitation of his presence. A visitation of his glory in the lives of his people. Immediately, they were blowing trumpet and all of that. God was saying, so fine, fine, fine. But once they said, for the Lord is good. And he has shown us his mercies. Pam, then and there, he showed up. When the mercy is on ground, visitation is a great possibility. That's why you see that some people might be struggling, struggling. If you see God visiting them, it means God has shown them mercy. It doesn't take 
some other things. It takes the mercies of God to visit his people. I mean, look at all the people in the world. If God is manifesting his glory to you, it has to be by his mercy. I don't know how much prayer you can pray for that to happen. It is his mercy that brings that attention to your situation. So when God showed Sarah mercy, God visited Sarah. And the Bible said, he told her you are going to give birth. There are blessings in God visiting a man. But one of the things is that his glory filled the temple. Anywhere God visits as a result of his mercy, his glory fills the place. Praise the Lord. In that same chapter, in that same book, chapter 7, verse number 3, you will see the same thing repeated there. Verse number 3 of chapter 7. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down. This is Solomon praying. He prayed. And when they saw how the fire came down. And the glory of the Lord upon the house. They bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement. And worshipped and praised the Lord. Saying, for he is good. For his mercy endured forever. Always a connection between the expression of his mercy and his divine actions, divine acts, his presence. Fire came down. Smoke came down. Why? Because they were praising his merciful nature. The Lord is good. And his mercy is what? Enduring forever. Fire came down. The cloud came down. The glory came down visitation and all of us needs need god's visitation in different areas of our lives at different seasons of our lives and one of the things that will make it happen is when god shows you mercy that's why this year i'm praying that the lord will show us mercy because listen to me if god doesn't show some of us mercy you will never marry you see that you have Change the makeup. Uh, it's still not working. There is no dress you have not bought. There is no perfume you have not used. There is no party you have not attended. They have tried to connect you. It was disconnected. There is no fasting. You, have, you just need the mercies of God. For that visitation. Are you here at all? When that mercy locates you. The visitation will become a reality. And that's when whatever man. And look. Look in this particular chapter. When the visitation landed. All men could not stand. That, that is anything that man is unable to handle. When the mercy brings the visitation. It shall be handled. And when it is being handled. Man cannot take the credit for. God would take man out of the equation. And do it for himself. There are some things that are beyond the help of man. It would take the message of God that brings the visitation of God for this thing to happen. Hey. There is a popular story that is told that a man knew that there was a mineral in, in the land. Dug, 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 dug and got to a point I'm tired. And sold the land very cheaply. The person who bought the land, God showed the person mercy. 
didn't even dig 25% of what the man had dug. As they just hit the ground, the gold was on ground. Whatever the, the other one was looking for, that he never found after digging and getting tired. He just showed it. God showed somebody mess. Listen to me. God can, the way he called fishes to enter into Peter's net, he can call some things to enter your life. When his messes locate you. Is God talking to somebody here at all? And I pray that every one of us here seeking for a divine visitation in this year 2021, the Lord shall visit you by his messes. That's why I'm saying that when God shows his, his mercies, it makes you to attract his divine visitation. Benefit number 12. God's mercies guarantee deliverance. It does what? It guarantees deliverance. In Psalm 86 verse 13. Psalm 86 verse 13. Look at what the Bible said. It said, For great is thy mercy toward me. And thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. Great is thy mercy towards me. Because of that, you have delivered my soul. From the lowest hell. So here you see that. Because of God's message towards the psalmist. His soul was delivered from the lowest hell. That means that hell has got grades. This is a bad hell. This is deliverance from death. This is. The lowest hell. Now, hell itself, how is it? Then when you go to the lowest part of that hell. That your life was inside there. Wasted. Without consequence. And that, that's how some people, you they would die and you don't even hear about them. Until something happens, they are looking for them. That's when they die, it's no news. And because hell has already swallowed them. But he's saying that there is a connection between God's message upon a person and the deliverance they receive. Because you have shown your mercy towards me. Oh, towards me means that God can decide that his mercies will be far away from you. But when his mercies are towards you in your direction, that's how deliverance also comes in your direction. May God's mercies locate your direction in the name of Jesus. That same chapter, look at verse number, number 16. That there is a connection between the mercy of God and the salvation or the deliverance of your children. He said this, he said, Oh, turn unto me and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant and save the son of thine handmaid. Save the son of thine handmaid. Turn unto me and have mercy upon me. 
When that mercy locates me, strength will come to thy, thy servant and you will serve me. I'm saying that for you to encounter divine deliverance from God, deliverance from any kind of distraction, salvation from any kind of distraction here on earth, one of the indispensable elements is God's mercy towards you. If the mercies of God are not on ground, brother, sister, no matter your status, something can happen. What saves us is the message of God. Can you put your hand on your head and say, Father, deliver my soul this year 2021 from COVID-19 and hell. I didn't hear you from COVID-19 and the lowest part of hell by releasing your mercies upon my life. Psalm 57 verse number 3. It says that he shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that will swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. <laughs> he shall send from heaven. What is he going to send from heaven? And why is he sending from heaven? He is sending from heaven to save me from reproach. Of him that would swallow me. God knows that some things have more power than you. And they can swallow you up. That is why he is sending something higher than what can swallow you from heaven. To swallow the swallower. And what God sent from heaven to swallow the swallower that will bring reproach to you. is called what? Mercy. This year... Reproach shall not swallow you. Shame will not swallow you. When people are getting ready to see your shame, mercy will appear from heaven and preserve you and deliver you and you shall never be put to shame. No man will see your nakedness. No man will see your shame, your reproach, whatever must be swallowed for your shame and reproach to appear. May the message of the Lord be expanded on your life. That reproach will never come in the mighty name of Jesus. If your amen is louder, God has remembered you. Give the Lord a big clap of praise. Somebody say, God, show me mercy. I can't hear you. Say, God... Show your servant mercy that I will never be swallowed. <laughs> Psalm 59 verse 10 and 11. He said, the God of my mercy shall prevent me. Kai. Say prevent. <laughs> Some people, man is the, the dispenser of their mercy. But those of us who have put our trust in God. There is something God, the God of my mercy. That my mercies come from God. The God of my mercy shall prevent me. Ah! Look at deliverance. God shall let me see my desire upon my enemies. He said, slay them not. <laughs> Lest my people forget. Slay them, don't kill them now. 
scatter them by thy power and bring them down. Oh Lord, our shield. <laughs> That's a, when God wants to deliver you for a show, he will decide to show you mercy. And he will make sure that he will not kill them. He will let them die a slow death. To, to make sure that all the prayers you have prayed and all that God has said about you will come to pass in their very eyes. See, some people, eh, they will see what they never thought they would see in your life. And you will see your desires upon those who have made themselves your enemies and that of God. But what is powerful here, connecting God's mercy to your deliverance is the first part of the very first verse. He said, it's verse number 10. He said, the God of my mercy shall prevent me. He shall prevent me. Look, you and I, we are not sensitive enough. Most of the time, we miss it where we shouldn't go. The people we should not engage, we do engage. We go where we shouldn't go. The car we must not board, we try to board. The appointment we must not make, we force to make it. He said that when God shows you mercy and you're on your way to destruction, the God of your mercy shall prevent you. Ah, that is, God can stop you, offend you. God can make something happen so that you don't enter into that trouble. And that's what is going to happen. Two hours before that accident happens, you will be far away from that place. I feel it already. Deliverance is coming to somebody. Before that thing explodes to kill people, your car will spoil somewhere. You will have a call for your way to be diverted. The Lord will prevent you from seeing evil. From partaking of evil. May the Lord prevent you. Shalamava lagazo. Itala baraza. Say God by your mercies. Prevent me. Prevent me. Say stop me. Stop me. So let me avoid. Even when I don't want to avoid. Say father. Let something happen. By your mercies. And divert my course. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Please take your seat. Somebody say deliverance. By divine mercies. (laughs) Some of the business, it looks very good. But God knows that when you put your resources in, and because the Shia came from hell, that one cannot be stopped. The evil one will be coming because he has an agenda. And sometimes God decides not to stop the evil one. But he decides to stop his child. That's why you see that the money you must have to make that joint venture work, that partnership work, all of a sudden, God will now block that channel. You call, they say the person has COVID. And he's in ICU. And because of that, the thing cannot be signed. The person will not come oh, one month, two months, three months. They say, you'll be so frustrated, but God is preventing.
And by the time whoever comes and says sorry, everything may have gone wrong by human calculation. But if you are a little patient, you will hear the breaking news. That what God prevented you from entering, some other person has entered and the fire has consumed them. Because mercy showed you deliverance. It's not every guy who lives your life that you must cry. It's, it's, oh, no, 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 don't cry. It's not everyone who lives your life that you must cry and have broken heart. Because broken heart sometimes is better than broken destiny. That's why God can break your heart to establish and settle your destiny. Have a God breaking your heart, dear? Oh. <laughs> now it's just to pre- prevent you cry. He will stop you. Praise the Lord. So you see that everybody is saying the guy is nice, the lady is nice, but you inquire there. Ukraine, what appetite in your Sometimes you see that you want to make a move, and God just puts some things in your heart. You see that the impetus to move on the day has been just taken away from you. The zeal, the quest to you see that you have become very flat. That's God preventing you from destruction. And it says that happens because of what is messes. One time I I was I went to one embassy like that. Man. The person inside the cage It was like a red pen. Brutal. So once that one mentions your number, you know that this are no idea. Shit. Some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. They just arrange, 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 change the arrangement, arrange, arrange, and people came to Go ahead. Two people, two people to reach Francis Aubin. I don't know what happened to the person. He just left the cage. Another person replaced. That one gave the two ahead of me. I was sitting there. I said, oh God. Oh God. That's how me too I passed through. All the people, some people were even behind us. They brought them ahead. They just came to join the queue so that we'll be prevented. Brother, when the messes of God are on ground, it's not everywhere that you go and do it. I know my right to. Why have you jumped the queue? Why have you jumped the queue? Are we not human beings? My brother, shut up there. Some protocol is for your salvation. It's for your deliverance. 
He said, I will, I will, I will exchange the lives of others for your life. All this is, is favoritism and partiality. God is preventing something terrible from happening. I will never forsake you. Deliverance is somebody's portion here. That amen is not gingering at all. Can I show you some more connection? It's happening already. Cardese Vraduza. Psalm 85 verse 7. Watch it. Psalm 85 verse number 7. It says that, Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. Have you seen that? There is a direct connection between the mercies God show and the salvation he grants. Praise the Lord. Very powerful scripture. Psalm 109, 21. Psalm 109, 21. Just giving you enough scriptures. Remember that this is your year where you see deliverance. Psalm 10921 says that, but do thou, do thou for me, O God the Lord, for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good. Deliver thou what me, because your mercy is good. Do thou for me. What does he what was he asking for? Mercy. And then when that happens, deliver me thou. 26. It says that, help me, O Lord my God. Oh, save me according to my prayer. According to what? Thy mercy. Somebody say, I received deliverance this year 2021. For me and my house, in my workplace, wherever I go and I attend to, the Lord's mercy shall deliver me and save my soul. Clap for deliverance by the mercies of God. So, there are keys that we have mentioned will make you attract this mercy that causes divine visitation and brings about deliverance. And one of the keys, we have already mentioned seven keys. Now, key number eight is love for God. Key number eight is what? Love for God. Jude twenty twenty one. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, 21. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Do what? Keep yourselves in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So one of the things that will provoke the mercies of God in the life of a child of God is keeping yourself in the love of what? God. That you don't live anyhow. And expect, because see, mercy is dispensed from above, from God. Keep yourself in the love, of, not in the love of men. Not in the love of this world. 
not in the love of things. Keep yourself in the love of God. God will show you mercy when you keep yourself in the love. What does it mean? Keep loving God. It means be born again. And keep loving God. Look, it doesn't matter how bad you were or you are. Once you enter into Christ or you accept Christ into your life and keep yourself. See, there are many who are born again, but they are not keeping themselves in the love of God. Now, I mean, if, if, if I start saying some things, some people don't like it, but it is very difficult. The Lord said, if you love your neighbor, then he means you love me. Is that also? He said the greatest commandment is what? Eh? Love what? Now, <laughs> you you say you love God, then you take a gun at night and enter somebody's shop, your neighbor, and just ransack everywhere. That, that's not keeping yourself in the love of God. Or you embark on arm robbery, car snatching, killing people, doing all kinds of things. That is not keeping yourself in the love of God. That is keeping yourself in something else. Because anytime you say you love God, it will reflect in how you treat people. Praise the Lord. Are you here at all? But keep yourself in the love of God. When that happens, I like the scripture. That verse 21, it says that that means you are looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And you will get it. Mercy will locate everyone here who loves God. And let me say that some people are here, they love God, but you don't see it on their face. But I like those people than some other people whose faces look like they love God, but they don't love God from their heart. They can't sacrifice anything for God or his kingdom. They, they, no. They are just there. Enjoying the benefit of being in Christ. By loving God there. Ah, he told Peter, if you love me, feed my flock. If you love me, do follow up. Love for God. Praise the Lord. Love for God. You, if, when you love God, you receive mercy. Mercy, not just for you, but I'll show you some scriptures. Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 10. You see that there is an extension of mercy, even for your generation. Deuteronomy 5 10, it says that, and no, let's do verse 9 first. Let's do verse 9 first. Kila zakrakasa, brekelosa. Verse 9. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Now, the next verse. And showing mercy unto thousands of them 
that love me and keep my commandment. I will punish those who hate me and I will show mercy <laughs> unto a thousand of them. It's powerful. Thousand of them. Which people is he showing mercy to? And all these people are his people. That's Israel. Some have made a decision to serve idols or follow the world. And he says that because of their decision, they will, they will encounter this. And these other people, because they love me, I will show mercy unto a thousand of them. You are one of those people God is going to show mercy to. And not only you, a thousand generation of yours. Shout a louder amen. That amen should be louder two times. Praise the Lord. I see mercy coming on to somebody's house. In Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9. Deuteronomy 7 9. It says that. Now therefore the Lord thy God. He is God. The faithful God. Which keepeth covenant and mercy with them. That love him. And keep his commandment to a thousand generations. I'm saying that. God says that he's, he keeps covenant with them. That love him. And mercy with them. That love him. Covenant and mercy with them. That love him. And he even extends it to a thousand generations. For your children and their children and their children and their children and their children. These are people, some of them are following a curse. He says that even to the third and fourth generation, those of them whose fathers did something, even to the third and fourth generation, I will punish them. Then somebody in that same generation decided, I mean, I will love God. Then that one leaves the punishment and saves all the people behind them or in line with them, even to a thousand generation. Because by that love for God, mercy has been added to the equation of that generation. And that is why the punishment to come to that generation is taken away and mercy is extended to them. Your generation will find mercy before God. Your generation will find mercy before God. None of your children shall be vagabond. They will not bring teenage pregnancy. They will not be in jail. Your children shall not be stubborn and delinquent. In the mighty name of Jesus. No deviancy shall be found in your house. A bastard will not be found in your house. Receive mercy for a thousand generations. That amen is not strong at all. Receive mercy for your generation. Thank you, Father. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. Nehemiah 1, 3 to 5. Watch the Bible carefully. Shekefara saw this. Love for God. He said, and they said unto me, the remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down. And the gates thereof are burned with fire. This is great distress for God's people. Verse number four says that. 
And it came to pass when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Verse 5 is a bomb. And said, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God, that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandment. He started by asking God for his deliverance by showing us what God does to a people who love and keep his commandment. He shows them what? Mercy. And because of that, God delivers. Love. When you lose your love for God, you lose your mercy. Everywhere will be burning. Everywhere will be consumed. Everywhere. You lose your love for God. When the guy slept with sexy Jackie because he abandoned his love for God, he lost the job. Every, he lost the boss, even sacked him. Things were going bad because he decided to focus on the lust of the flesh and the mobility of the waist than the love. He asked for God. And as I'm talking right now, somebody's test is, is heavy with spence. And they want to go and release it either tonight or latest by this weekend. But I'm showing you that love for God will show you what? Mercy. If you abandon your love for God, go and release. And you see that mercy will be far away from you. May the Lord have mercy on us. And may we love him deeply from our heart. And keep his commandment. Stop chasing that person's husband. Stop it. That's not love for God. Stop it. If you are here, you are in a wrong thing. And you say, oh, let me just collect my last rent. Last rent from the man who is somebody's husband. Last chat. Let me close the chapter with the last sex. Abba. Abba, don't you love God? Don't you love God? This is not love for God when you are in a relationship with someone you are sleeping with a person. And you say, I love God. How? How do you explain that? And sleeping with your boss. Even in car park. CCTV is still capturing you. Inside the car. And we see that the IT people in, in, in your office, you know, they have videos. Of things happening at the car park. Hey. Because of you, there is fire in some people's houses. Some of you are in people's shops. Every day, you take a percentage of the sales. As if you are a shareholder of that company. 
You are even a major shareholder. You don't wait for annual. No, 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 no. Your own is a daily pay. That's not love for God. That's not love for God. It's not love for God. Wow. Another key. Another key. Alazoke <laughs> Levredos is walking in wisdom. Doing what? Walking in wisdom. Walking in divine wisdom. James 3, verse 17. Watch it. James 3, 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality. And without what? Hypocrisy. That is to say that walking in wisdom, one of the fruit you will have is full of what? The wisdom that is from above. One of the things it will give you is mercy. Is what? Mercy. A child of God that was in foolishness. Is just abusing mercy. That you in you know that this what is wisdom? The beginning of it is the fear of God. Wisdom tells you that this thing is danger. The prudent man sees it and avoids it. But the man who is unwise will say that. I, I would throw myself. But God said that he, he will even cause his angels to keep charge over me. That's why you go and sleep with somebody in the first place thinking that but God said that he would take care of me so I will not be pregnant. And when you are pregnant, you add sin to sin. And then you say, but, but God said he will protect me. That God will protect you does not mean go and put your foot there. You can't tempt the Lord your God. When God says, I will do something for you in terms of your deliverance, let the thing be coming at you without you initiating it or by it coming externally to you without your control. But the one that you intentionally try to bring, that one is a seed you are sowing and be careful. In so many people, we take advantage of the fact that God is merciful. And so we don't walk in wisdom. It is not wise that you just do some things. It's not wise. When you do that, you just abandon your mercy. Yeah. It's not wise that you are married and you have a side chick. It's not wise that you are a child of God and you say that, me, you know, I believe in everything in the Bible. I don't believe in tithing. Said, the wisdom that comes from God is not logic. 
As for me, like, like our brother was saying that the pastor know me. I like the pastor. I believe the preaching, but the first fruit there. Nah, nah, nah. See, but the house was there waiting for his wisdom to be activated. It's not wisdom. Let me say plain, plain here. I know some people will be offended by America. As you are doing it, you have to stop it. It is not wisdom to bleach your skin. It's not sinful, but it's not wisdom. Yeah. See, you, you get to a point where they have to do surgery. And you see that, you will see that it is not wisdom to bleach your skin. Are, are we on the same page? There are some things we can't even say they are sinful. But they are not wise to do. It's not wisdom. So you see that your palm baby are in palm. They say, God, show me mercy. It's not wisdom. You, you, as a mother or a father, you have your freedom to make choices. But it is not wisdom as maybe, um, um, how do we call it? A, a single parent to be introducing different uncles to your children. You're a single father. You're introducing this, your auntie. All the aunties to sleep in the bedroom with you. Hey, you have sisters, Papa. It's not wisdom. It's not wisdom that... You see, sometimes you get to a certain age and then don't be offended though because we are talking about mercy. And... They are chasing you for rent or out of your house. Now, some people never had opportunity to make something above average in life all their lives. And so God also knows how to handle those people. But some people too, they got and blew it, blew it, blew it because may I rent? Yes, he gets man. You see that when you hit 50, no, you see that now you have become so stressed, and it is like God show me mercy, show me, but you didn't walk in wisdom. You need wisdom, wisdom for savings, wisdom to make investment into your future. Right from your body. Invest in your body. Put a padlock on your body. It's wisdom. You don't put padlock, you get HIV and say, God, show me mercy. Show me where, where? Where is the mercy? Mercy nothing. It's not wise. It's not wise. It's not wise. Drinking alcohol. All of us, sometimes we misbehave with this thing. Eating late. It's not wisdom. You see that you are blowing the mercy for a good health. 
We need to walk in wisdom. Especially charismatics. We, we just seem to believe in the supernatural in such a way that the wisdom God gave us, you know, we just set it aside most of the time. Because God, his mercies endures forever. If something is pursuing you because it looks like you have blown it, may God show you mercy today. Let there be a restoration of mercy on your head. But the, the, the few moments you have, start walking in what? Wisdom. Praise the Lord. Start, start saving with your wife and building with your wife. Stop making decisions with your girlfriends and your sisters and, and your friends. And then the, the one that God forbid, if you were sick right now, will stay with you. No, doesn't know anything about you. Hey, about some crying. Your wife doesn't know anything about your, your wherever your investment are, wherever your account is. It's not surprise. Forget about the surprise. Forget it, brother. Forget this thing. Is that your wife? Wife, when you go today, ask him, Christian, are there things that I need to know? It's not wisdom. You see, sometimes, God forbid, some circumstances arise and your immediate nest of kin doesn't even know what to do. Friends have to now come and tell your wife, ah, I know that he gave this thing here. I know that he gave that thing. It's, it's not wisdom. It's not what? It's not wisdom. It's not wisdom. You to the partner, when they are telling you things, stop being emotional all the time. You know, so you did this um, investment uh, when last year, but why didn't you tell me first? Shut up, yeah, shut up, shut up, shut up, yeah. The brother wouldn't have told you, he heard a message from church and he has come to make amends. Is going to tell you all this, and now you want to bring your stupidities. So now you want to open the case and interrogate. So okay, okay, okay. So this one, when when did this one happen? Why did you tell me this one there? Why did you tell me this one? Look, the man was in foolishness. Yes, and went to do some bad things somewhere. But he came to church today. As you are listening to me, listen to me very careful. And he has been moved to repentance. And he said, Look, I have one child be in some corner be there. My wisdom demands that I should tell you so that an older woman will not come and cry at Rollins' funeral. That me too, me papa ne will know. Just please, just know it. And that's why I say, say humbly. Wisdom. Then you have what? Mercy. Yeah. But if you don't, if you don't show this wisdom, 
and then they then they go and find out. Messy in I think the message is straight. Is it direct? Am I doing what I know? I know. Wisdom. It's not wisdom. Yeah. There are some women believing God to have the fruit of the womb. They say their husband is not able to impregnate them. Some other man is, is working on them. That they, they will get pregnant setting the table for the, things are happening. But it's not why. You see, you can have children and have troubles that will take away your peace all your life. You see that you yourself have attacked the mess on your life. That is why. Please, let us walk in what? Wisdom. Let me exemplify the mercy to you. The mercy of God. This is a pit. The mercy of God. Is not that invisible hand. That will not make this your leg. Enter this basket as a pit. No, that's that's not what we are talking about. The wisdom of God to show you mercy is to open your eyes to see this basket as a pit and pass here and go. Not to come from here and just where is the mercy? Hold me tight. God show me mercy. No. The mercy is to open your eyes so that you either pass here, pass here, navigate, or even retreat. Are you here at all? It is not every forward movement that is progress. It is not every victory that is a success. Some battles when you win, you have lost. Some things when you engage, you have lost. So sometimes you disengage to win. Because that is wisdom. The wisdom is to see this thing and the prudent man sees distraction and he avoids it. It's not to say my God is powerful, he will save me. That's not wisdom. Wisdom doesn't do that kind of thing. Brother, sister, from today, the wisdom that comes from above, it shall come upon you in Jesus' name. May you operate. Look, there are things you are doing. You know, this is going to bring trouble to you, your homo, your business. So, I may God give you wisdom. Wisdom to control yourself. You are chatting, girls. Chatting, chatting, chatting. You see that the chat is entering into another realm. You to your wife is, it's not even NIB. Your wife is CIA plus FBI plus secret agent. Some of the women cry, they have cloned your phone. As your WhatsApp goes, you know, they see it on the phone. 
Sure, I know things. Some of the men, they have just cloned it. Everything that's happening, you no, know, it's like they copy themselves automatically. I am fully updated. So when they come and they ask, how was your day? They are fully briefed. So where, so where did you go? Where did you go and say, oh, I was in the office. You mean they didn't go anywhere? So they won't say anything, no. They'll just be writing notes, small, small notes, small, small notes, small, small, small notes. The day they will rise on you, eh? It's just a matter of time. All the foolish chart you are making, it shall become. You see, because the phone will be there, uh, you and your wife, you'll be sitting there, you'll be talking, uh, one WhatsApp will just appear on top of the password. You see that is there. I miss your penis. The wife will say, open it. Tell somebody, stop it right now. These people think I'm not a pastor. Ah. Everything hidden will appear one day. Save yourself by working in what? Wisdom. Wisdom. You don't get anything now. Wow. They give you a contract to supply something. You're going to be paid. You take the money and you don't supply. Whether it's private or government. Why? What did you collect? Why? Are you angry with the government? No, sort of I don't understand some people. That the contract you have already, you already have your profit. Is that also supply this thing? I think this thing is conventional. It's like sixty forty. So, ha! Then you collect the whole thing. You either don't, or you supply small. You don't supply, or then the thing will become abba. Where is your wisdom? And it might not be blown. But in a particular industry, they will now say this one is not trustworthy. So you see that maybe you made 10 million Ghana cities. But from there, anywhere, any wind of yours appears, people chop it down. They chop it down. They chop it down. Meanwhile, from that small place, you are going into higher dimension. What the greed? The greed. You need, we need wisdom. What do we need? Wisdom. He said, I want to step into the basket and see if God, God's hand is heavy enough to hold me. Do you think God will prove himself to you? He will prove himself to you that he is strong. He doesn't need your affirmation. 
baby a friend of gravity but you say what like that wisdom somebody say wisdom so love for god wisdom mercy does not mean be reckless so we say oh god is merciful god is ask for god when you go listen you can do the abortion in your mind but when i finish i'll go to god god it doesn't have a problem forgiving you showing you mercy to live on but if they cut your tube or they puncture your womb you see you see that a person can be forgiven and even loved but still there will be some leaking inside now wow i pray for wisdom may you receive wisdom when you walk in wisdom it's easier for you to see the message of God. Is that also? Easier. Please let's rise because the thing is becoming stronger. Please clap your hand for the Holy Ghost for giving us a word today. We need wisdom. Wow. Tell somebody, love God and walk in divine wisdom. And you will see the message of God. Tell somebody, eat small and save small. I don't know if this message is is a blessing to somebody here. Is it a blessing to you? If you are a husband, stop insulting your spouse. Thinking that, oh, I said, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm Sometimes you insult uh, somebody will just cross the line. Everybody will say whatever they will say. Say, I've heard. I don't hate the man, but I am tired. You see that the mercy for the marriage in idea. You two are a woman. One, two, no. You want to use sarcasm. You know the way somebody will insult you in a reverse. I mean, this was very unintelligent of you. Hey, my friend, we are not abroad. African man, you don't speak that English too. You know, this was unintelligent to have even done this blah blah. You say all that you are saying, you say that unintelligent. You now put it back. Say you say I am not. I am stupid. You see that they will go and sit down. The whole matter they are talking. The whole matter will be set aside. He said, My wife said I am stupid. And I can't continue with a woman that sees me to be stupid. Please watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. So some constructions you don't use in this Africa. I, I was in Manchester with this white man that I used to stay with. And uh, 
we were talking and something he put somebody said, oh, that, that was very stupid of me blah 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 <laughs> I said ah you know, I used to learn some constructions from him. He said that, you know, if you go ahead of the time, if you go um, early, you just give yourself the latitude of time. I was just about some of the things. I told myself, let it stay here. Let it not follow me to that Ghana. That's stupid. Damn, it's just a state of whatever. But here, that's direct insult. Are you, are you angry with me? I mean, this message is because next week we are going to another level by the grace of God. But let's set the foundation well. This year you are going far in Jesus' name. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International podcast and audio rima at reverend francis Auburn. visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org one word for further information call 0244